Our dog just sneezed on Lindsay's foot. Hello, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Hey, each week we (laughs) talk about all sorts of spooky stuff like cryptozoology. How our skin melted off because it's so hot in Ohio. True crime. Uh, Literally, I'm a skeleton. Urban legends. It's way too hot. (laughs) It is really hot outside. Anything spooky related, we talk about it. Yes, we do. Every single week since 1915, Lindsay and I will go somewhere separate. Lindsay goes to an air-conditioned Walmart, and I go to an air-conditioned Target, and we research a topic separately, and then we come back inside of our house, and we discuss what we've researched with each and every one of you for the first time. And this week, I like to dedicate my portion of the show to air conditioning units. (laughs) I will dedicate my portion of the show to just living in cooler climates. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I could understand if... Ohio's weather was really bad, but like if Ohio was like a really cool state, like if there was a lot going on here. Yeah, Ohio's fine. It's just (laughs) (laughs) being hot is one thing. Yeah. Being humid, it's unbearable. It is unbearable. And it's like, Ohio, who do you, Ohio? (laughs) Ohio. 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 You doing? Ohio, who do you think you are? Florida? There's yeah. no, they're like, yeah, okay, there's two amusement parks here and that's fine. But like, I don't know. There's I, no Disney World. There's no Disney here. There's giant roller coasters, two of them. There's King's Island. Where's Queen's Island? <laughs> there was a. And what king is it? Yeah. King, king Vitamin. King Vitamin? King Louie? Might have been King Louie. Did you ever eat King Vitamin, the cereal? No. It was so gross. We're more like a Captain Crunch. Yeah, see? Captain Crunch amusement park. Everyone hated on Captain Crunch, but I always liked Captain Crunch. Okay, cool. Okay, well, anyways, (laughs) um, I would also like to point out really quick for our listeners at home that I'm drinking an iced coffee, and the straw I'm using is larger than the cup itself. Well, it makes it better because you don't even have to lean down to drink out of your drink. You just like, the straw goes right to your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, we have, speaking of something, speaking of straws going right to your mouth, meaning almost like there's a sense of magnetism between the straw and your mouth. Yeah. We have a very exciting announcement for ah. each and every one of you. Do you hear the the the, the yeah. cool word I used? Yeah. Straw. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay and I now have, we, we made spooky spouses straws because we hate turtles. Just kidding. We have... Some brand new merchandise in our house that we want to send to you. And Lindsay designed them. And I think that they're adorable and fun and exciting and cute. We now have Spooky Spouse's magnets. We'll be posting pictures. Yes, we will be. They're of Molly. And she's wearing a cycling cap because it's, well, Lindsay and I like professional bike racing. And it's also Tour de France season. Molly's wearing a cycling cap that says Spooky Spouse's. And they're so cute. I love them. They came out great. I love them as well. I think that they're excellent. So if you want to purchase one of these magnets, um, you can contact us at Spooky Spouse's Cast at gmail.com let us know how many you want and we can send them over to you they are five dollars a piece all the proceeds will go to running the podcast and us bringing some more content to you they're super cute you're gonna love them they are extremely cute i wish i was made out of metal so i could wear at least three of them on my face okay uh i'm sure there's someone out there that has that well there's those people that like are technically like 
magnet people. Yeah, remember it was on... They can, like, spoons can stick to them and stuff. Yeah, on uh, what? Idiot Abroad with our one of our favorite people, Carl Pilkington. When he was riding the train in Russia, there was the guy that he met that could stick spoons to his face. Yeah, magnet people. Isn't there a magnet man in, like, uh, Mega Man? Wasn't there, like, a magnet guy? Okay, two things. One, I'm sure a lot of our listeners who love who love video games are like, of course there was. But <laughs> I, my answer, even though I like Mega Man, I think there was. I think there is too. I mean, if there was a guy in Mega Man that was like grass guy, like I'm pretty sure like his special power was like he would throw grass at you or something. <laughs> There's well, probably a magnet guy. It was probably based off of some dad that like mowed the grass all the time and was like the champ at the grass. Oh, mowing. yes. And you're like, watch out for grass guy. Some Ohio dad. Yeah, make him a character. I think I'm first this week. I know you're first this week. And I'm ready to scare your spooky glasses off. Okay, now you had made a request earlier uh, a few days ago. You did not tell me your topic, but you wanted spooky music underneath your section. Yeah, I section. want a little ambiance okay. under my stories. So I will have found the world's spookiest music. Now, I really want to play Montel Jordan, This Is How We Do It, under yours. <laughs> but not only wouldn't it, would, it, would it not be fitting, I think we would get in trouble. Yeah, well, although I think that would be kind of spooky, because like... If, like, you follow, like, I thought it was kind of tacky, but I guess it could be spooky. Like, Jordan Peele's new film, he has, like, a rendition of I've Got Five on it. Like, playing creepy in the background. I think that's, like, a trend now. I think it is, too. (laughs) But, yeah, so, okay. Well, these are just some creepy stories because you know I love a good uh, creepy ghost story. That's absolutely right. These are real stories told by people on the internet. Okay. Okay. Cue the music. Okay, ready? Do a countdown for the music to start. From what? Three? No. Two. two. Yeah. Let's just... Maybe one. Oh, that was it. Okay, that was good. (laughs) And now the music's playing and I I really... I I love it. Okay, so this first story is called Roy. Okay. (laughs) I came down the stairs for breakfast early Saturday morning. My mom and my sister were already up and they look exhausted. My mom asks, did you sleep all right? I say yes. Even after you woke up, she asks. I woke up. Sometime in the middle of the night, I had started screaming. My mom rushed into the room and found me sitting on the bed screaming, Roy, really loud. The name Roy? The name Roy, really loud. She did her best to calm me down while shooing away my angry sister who I had woken up and stormed in to find what the heck was going on. I pictured the sister coming in being like, she's just yelling Roy again. (laughs) (laughs) This is the third time this week that you've been screaming for Roy. And you're wearing my shirt. Roy G. Biv (laughs) really likes the color wheel. My mom asked me who Roy was while I was still sleeping and I kept repeating a bad man. I didn't say anything else, but Roy is a bad man. Okay. So kind of weird. I'm shocked that they're telling me all this that morning, and I'm surprised that I don't remember. But then again, I'm a sound sleeper in the house, and I can doze through anything, lightning storms, you name it. I write it off as some weird nightmare that I can't remember. Okay, so there was that night that happened. Years later, I'm off at my first year of college, and my mom sends me a videotape in the mail. Years later? Years later. She didn't mention it before I had left. She just kept saying, hey, keep your eyes out on the mailbox for anything. 
I finally got the videotape in the mail. I pressed play and it's my mom taking a video through our house. They were getting ready to move. So it was a childhood home that he grew up in and she was just kind of wandering around the house, kind of, you know, it was an emotional, you know, now empty house where you grew up in. Yeah. And then she said, here's something I think you might find interesting. Oh, great. Oh, When great. she approached the closet in her bedroom, this closet, aside from being a hiding place for all the Christmas gifts, was also always packed full of old luggage and other odds and ends. Now cleared out, you could only go in three feet before you would have to start climbing on things to go even further. She goes in with the video camera and I see that there are purple crayon drawings on the wall down at a height where it's like about a child's height would draw. Okay. There are some random scribbles, some stick figures, and then something that may have looked like a dog scratched it or something. I was really puzzled and had no memory of ever playing in that closet, and I don't know how I would have even gotten back there with all the luggage and stuff. Then the camera comes onto a word on the wall, Roy. My mom must have remembered the night, and she said on the tape, Roy, I wonder who Roy is. Weird. So, like, he had a bad dream. Yeah. Screaming Roy. Saying it was a bad a bad a man. A bad man. Freaking out. They but, go on with their life after a couple years, and then they find little purple crayon drawings in the bottom of a closet with Roy written. And the weird thing is, is that, correct me if I'm wrong, but this storyteller had no recollection of screaming and yelling in the middle of the night. No, he just thought it was a bad dream. He was just like, okay, well, I obviously was having a bad dream and talking in my sleep. That's really bizarre. Yeah, and the fact that his mom had remembered that night and thought it was weird and then found out that there was Roy written on... And that's not a very common name either. No, I was trying to... I, I like, I'm, I'm really racking my brain to see if I remember or if I know any Roy's... Roy G. Pitt. I know Roy. I know Roy. Roy Orbison. Yeah, I guess I know Roy a little bit. I know Roy. Roy George <laughs> Biv. Uh, also, what? Wouldn't that be cool? What a funny last name, Biv. Biv. I think it'd be a cool first name. Biv. Biv. Biv would be a cool first name. I don't know if I know any other Roy. And now I feel bad if there's any Roys we know. Like I think I've never met a Roy. You just said Roy. Orbison, right? Yeah, but I've never met him. Yeah, well, I was trying to think. I'm like, oh, that's a Roy I remembered. But then I was like, oh, well, Lindsay just literally said <laughs> Roy the Orbison. Roys, these are the Roys I know. From the Kids in the Hall skit, but yeah. instead of, it's Roy's instead of Dave. Yeah. Some of them are Roy, but most of them just Roy. That's one of my favorite Kids in the Hall skits. Kids in the Hall is a good show. Okay, okay. so you ready for the second story? Yes, let's story. get back on track. Sorry. Okay. When I was about 11 or 12, I went to an all-inclusive resort with my family. This is one of those big places with several pools, restaurants, kids area, etc. Mm -hmm. My dad buys us walkie-talkies, one for me and one for my brother and one for the adults. This quick, was before cell phones. Quick aside, I love walkie-talkies. Go on. <laughs> Good idea, dad. This way we can stay in touch if the kids want to do their own thing. One night, the parents and my brother go down to the restaurant for supper. I wasn't feeling very well, so I asked to stay in the hotel room and just watch a movie. They agreed, gave me a walkie-talkie for emergencies, and I was up there for about an hour or so, checking in periodically with my dad, just saying hi, asking what they were eating, just kind of poking fun. I start to feel really sick, and I tell my dad, hey, when will you be back into the room? My dad answers back, we're coming up right now, sweetie. I forgot the room number. Can you tell me what it is? I felt really sick and kind of uneasy, but I don't know. I guess nothing was out of the ordinary. As soon as I was about to answer, my dad's voice cuts in and says, hey, chirp, 
I'm coming right now. We brought you some cake. See you in five. I know for sure the second one was my dad because he always calls me Chirp. I lock the door because I feel like I'm a little uneasy. And when her parents get back, they say they haven't talked to her all night. So she was messaging them through the walkie-talkie while they were at dinner. Like she said, they were. she was asking them what they were eating. She was asking them, just checking in. She, you know, said she wasn't feeling well. And he asked the room number because they forgot. But then when they got back, they said that they hadn't talked to her all night. So, but... This person never gave out the room number, though, as well, right? No. Which is probably a smart move. So do you think she... Well, this is where the story is a little weird, because either way, it's kind of weird. Who was she talking to? But if it was somebody interrupting the walkie-talkie and she was talking to somebody else, how did they know to call her Chirp? Exactly. Because that's not a common... I mean, like Roy, that's not a common nickname. No. And and every time you say the word chirp, I think of our friend Chris, who his nickname is Critter. Uh, <laughs> so there, there that is. Um, okay, here's my theory. You ready? Yes. You're going to think I'm so smart. Yeah. Uh, and I think everyone's going to think I'm just so smart for okay. this theory. My theory is this say this was, well, it didn't say in the story how many days they'd been there, right? When this happened. No. Okay. So my- but I would th- guess if it's like a big resort place maybe a week tops oh sure but i mean when exactly this happened like day three of five or whatever yes okay so let's just say this happened in the middle of their trip this is on day three or day four my theory is that people were there kind of casing certain families spying on certain families Mm -hmm. they heard this family and they were watching this family they heard them call this person chirp and then they maybe they had walkie talkies or whatever intercepted or like found the channel that they were on and were talking back to chirp in the room because they had learned that the family calls this person chirp and they were trying to go in and maybe take chirp so you think it was somebody trying to abduct this child abduct the child maybe steal money maybe say don't move we're gonna take all the belongings and see you later i think so but what's weird is that well did the parents have the walkie-talkies off during dinner i wonder no they did not they were not off Mm -mm. well then they would have heard this because they left the walkie-talkie on for emergencies so then they would have for sure heard talking going back and forth but they didn't somehow yeah they said that they i mean it didn't seem like they heard anything all night Okay, that's very strange. Unless you're on a different channel. Sure, but I don't think... But you think think they would be on the same channel if they were going to do emergencies. All the time. Mm -hmm. I remember I bought a pair of super far distance walkie-talkies in high school. And I was flipping channels and stuff. And I remember my, it was my, my very first time like switching channels on a walkie-talkie in general. But then I heard some other people talking. And I remember listening and like they weren't really talking about anything in particular. But I just remember being enamored, like completely sucked into what was happening. I was It was crazy. <laughs> Even though they were just like, so what else is up? Oh, nothing really. But I felt like a spy. I felt like I knew all this cool information. So you're going with the theory that someone was being creepy. Someone was being creepy. Because the other theory I'm thinking is it is paranormal. It very well could be Because paranormal. that's like an energy device yes. that a paranormal or ghost or spirit or energy mm-hmm. could thrive off of. Yep. Uh, they say that you can communicate easily with spirits through the white noise or through radio frequencies or any devices that emit electromagnetic or yeah like emit like an electromagnetic 
field or source, I'm I now I feel very dumb. Um, <laughs> that make buzzies. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it very well could be paranormal. I think either way, what an odd experience. Yes. Now, I will say I would much rather this be paranormal than real life people. Oh, yeah. That's like the less creepy of things. Maybe. Surprisingly. Yeah, isn't it? And that's silly. Like maybe maybe that would be a good technique to use while you're investigating a paranormal location is just to think, well, hey, at least they're not real people right now. Yeah. I don't know. That's really creepy. But yeah, I mean, I thought about it too. And I'm like, paranormal could be a thing. But I, you know, your theory about somebody watching them, I feel like is pretty realistic, especially at a big resort place Mm -hmm. where you could have people. And this is before cell phones too. And I I feel like these kind of cases weren't so well known. Like now today you watch documentaries about people being abducted and be safe and make sure you have some form of like cell phone or something on you. Like back then when we were little, you did. You just ran around like I didn't even have we didn't have walkie talkies like you just ran around and knew to come back at a certain time. Yeah. I remember quite literally going to a payphone that was like a block away from where we used to, uh, I'm not trying to brag, but when we used to <laughs> skateboard in high school, we would literally go to the payphone, call, you had to memorize your friend's phone numbers. Which is weird. Which is weird. Uh, <laughs> but like, we'd go to the payphone, put in what, like 35 cents or something, which is also super weird, and call them at their house from a payphone. Yeah. It's bizarre. But nowadays, yeah, I, I feel like cell phones are a really good tool but also it's really easy to get tricked yeah the fact that somebody asked what the room number was yeah i don't like that but the thing that was like you would know your parents voice yeah wouldn't you so whoever it was was obviously doing a really good job at mimicking her dad she felt like there was something a little off Mm -hmm. but was kind of didn't really you know she got up and locked the door because she was like "Eh, smart i don't know why he would not remember the room number but at the same time i mean being like 12 13 years old i wouldn't think anything of it i'd be like oh that dork they totally forgot the room number yeah so would i hey chirp it's your dad (laughs) what dad i mean uh, well that's exactly how your hey chirp it's your dad dad are you okay oh not that one either hey chirp it's your dad yeah that's very it's very silly that's very creepy though. so speaking of speaking of walkie talkies in general uh i would just like to say that i think that's the coolest name for any device on earth because you literally walk and talk <laughs> now why aren't cell phones called walkie walkie typies or walkie texties yeah walkie texties would be kind of fun <laughs> You know what? I'm going to start calling this uh, espre- this uh, espresso on ice a walkie sippy. <laughs> I think that's great. A walkie sippy? Why aren't corn dogs called walkie snackies? Or like a, I don't know, people use those scooters too. Like a scoot and sip. Scoot and sip? Scoot and sip. I don't know. You have your coffee on the scooter? Yeah. If you have your coffee, you scoot and sip on the scooter, but mm. you walk and sip if you just are holding it in your hand. We st- So in Columbus, there are a ton of those scooters everywhere. And I just saw today that Lyft now has their own scooters. Everybody has their own scooters. There's like four different companies that have scooters. And every day I see a pile of them just all knocked over and smashed into each other and almost laying in the road. Yep. And whenever I see that pile, the remake of Mad World from Donnie Darko plays in my head. (laughs) 
I always just figure that all of them will just turn into a transformer and run away. <laughs> that's a really that's see okay. That's a really cool visual that they'll all sort of like combine into one in, into a thing and like run away. Scooter man. See, I always think that it was a group of people riding them, and then all of a sudden they rode into a wormhole, and oh. they all got bloop sucked out of existence. But the scooters just fell over oh. where they were. That might yeah, that could have happened too. You think so? Maybe. Okay. Well, wouldn't the scooter go with it? Well, depending on... So the wormhole on... opens and then they fly off the scooter. Okay, let's let's think about this. <laughs> so the wormhole... when Okay, so say they're riding their scooters down the road, which is, please wear a helmet. And I haven't seen anyone wearing a helmet. No, because nobody carries things. a helmet around with them. And no one cares anymore. You know, it's like adding punctuation to like a text. What are you doing? With no question mark. Hey, guys. What? No... But anyways, they're riding the scooters down the road. The wormhole opens above them and lowers on them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah, it's like above them and then kind of just drops down and then <laughs> sucks them up. But then and it leaves doesn't... the scooter. Yeah, it's like a vacuum. So above that's them. why all the scooters are just in one place. Well, that's my because theory. Because that's the wormhole. That's where the wormhole is. Well, yeah. And so that's... you ride underneath it, you get sucked up, and you're like, oh, boy. Oh, darn it. Oh, man. What would you say if you, the moment you realized you were being sucked into a wormhole? No. You just say no like that? Yeah, just really no. I'd go, I would say, here's hoping this is an exciting adventure. I'd say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're say, really positive about it. I would look up and go, oh, I can't really get a good grasp of what's on the other side, but here's hoping I like it. I'd say that. I'd watch you do it, and I'd be like, that's your journey. Yeah. Yeah. What if I grabbed your hand? Here we go. Come on, Linz. I would say no. Husband and wife. I would yell husband <laughs> and wife as we went through I really it. hope that doesn't ever happen. Really? That's not how I want to go. Well, we wouldn't We wouldn't pass away. I know, but wormhole travel could be really terrifying. Yeah, I would feeling that you would get spit out of your wormhole on the other side and just a pile of organs. <laughs> Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. I always just imagine the wormhole to be like kind of like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with the scary scene from oh my either of the movie, actually, Willy Wonka or Charlie. Yeah. Whether it's Johnny Depp or Gene. Yeah. They're both creepy. Like creepy. They're both extremely creepy. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe they had to put that scene in the movies to like scare children like, ah, the candy factory isn't all what it's cracked up to be. This is what happens when you have too much sugar. You start to <laughs> lose your mind and see uh, high vis animals or like a weird laser light show i'm about to pop rock your socks off oh like the popping candy yeah well, you and i were talking about pop rocks recently and i like them don't like them not at all so let me ask what it is you don't like about them the fact that they pop in your mouth i don't like that they <laughs> pop in your mouth um they kind of just taste like a crappier nerds so they kind of taste like dorks yeah yeah no it's just like i don't really like nerds either like in general <laughs> the candy but yeah i just don't like them i think they're gross my favorite part about pop rocks is not the popping and not the taste but if you get a particularly large pop rock and you chomp it it makes a really loud pop when you bite it mm, i don't think i've ever experienced that wow <laughs> now that's now that's fun pretty crazy at the reed house today yeah it really is psych well, those are my scary stories that's 
I got off the internet because you know I love a good scary story. Yeah, you really do. And I think that whenever you bring in scary stories, you do a very good job. Oh, well, thank you. Mm -hmm. I know I'm biased because you're my wife and I support you and respect you. But I think that those stories, whenever you bring them in, are some of my my PFs, my personal favorites. Nice. Well, speaking of scary stories, how about Guillermo del Toro doing scary stories you tell in the dark? I'm clapping right now under the (laughs) mic. Yeah, Uh, I'm really excited for that. That's going to be really cool. We watched a trailer the other day, and I think he did a very good job. Not that I would expect anything else. No, he's the the best. He's the best. Well, do you want to do some haunted housekeeping? Yes, I do. And then we'll come back and I have something to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. And now I'm scared. I lost my wedding ring. <laughs> That's okay. No, just kidding. Another one. It's made of silicone. Okay, you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, we will see each and every one of you in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone in three, two, one. Our show, the one you're listening to right now, is a proud member of the Scavengers Network podcast, Special Buddies, and Special Friends. The Scavengers Network was started by our big, beautiful boss, baby boy, benevolent brisket boy, Colin Parker. You can also check out all the wonderful podcasts on there, including ours. And they also have a merchandise store that you can buy your spooky gear or any other gear from the podcast on the network. Um, We also have a Patreon. You can donate $1 to a million. (laughs) And with that money, we can do a lot of cool stuff. We personally would like to do do more investigations, do more interviewing, anything to be entertaining. Yeah, I mean, we'll even ju- we'll we'll even learn how to juggle fire if you give us enough money. As long as we can entertain y'all and essentially be your puppets, we'll do it. So you can check everybody out on the scavengersnetwork.com. Check it out. Search around. And you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. And if you like our show and you like some other shows on the network, why not be a member and help us keep the lights on and also help us keep the words coming out of our mouths. And we thrive on positive reviews and feedback. So if you have anything nice to say, please do. We love it. The best format for that is going to iTunes and rating and reviewing the show and also sharing our show with your friends. And if you have any questions at all about murder, (laughs) Bigfoot, cryptids, ghosts, anything we've talked about, anything you'd like us to talk about, please feel free and call our brand new state-of-the-art hotline at 803-816-BOOZE. That's 803-816-2667. You can call any time of day, any time of night. You don't even have to be a real person. You could be a ghost if you want. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, see ya. Bye. shy like really really shy listen to our podcast shelly has opinions and you will get to hear five sisters try and guess their sister shelly's opinion on a variety of silly topics she's real shy best muppet dinner companion haunted houses street performers motorcycle sidecars Check out Shelly Has Opinions every Tuesday and you will hear our shy sister writhe in agony as we discuss the pros and cons on every topic that she doesn't want to tell us about, which is everything. Go to ShellyHasOpinions.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you and I love you and goodbye. Goodbye.
Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully, in the haunted housekeeping zone, you went to YouTube or the other app, ThemTube, and watched the new trailer for the Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah, it's a good one. Or you watched the new trailer they just released about the new Dark Crystal series that's about to come out. I mean, whatever you did is fine with me, but I hope you did both of those. Lindsay, I have some, I guess it's breaking booze, but it's also an update on an ongoing story that's happening. Okay. It's about the Area 51 raid oh, yeah. <laughs> that we talked about last week. Now, I think, what was it, last week on Sunday when we recorded, there were 800,000 people that said they were going to go. Right. And 100,000 people that said they, were, they, they might go. Yeah. As of today, Sunday, July 21st, there are 1.8 million people that of said, of course there is. For sure, I'll go. So we doubled yeah. it. We, we added an additional million people. And the largest surprise, the people who said they were interested in going, there were about 100,000, right? Right. How many are there now interested in going? There's probably so many. 1.3 million. Of course there is. So, no one's really going to go. Well, I think some There'll people... Be the crazies that go out there. I think some people the might scrappies. actually go. Yeah. How many people do you think? 10? <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. I think there's going to be 10 people. Like, okay, looking at this now from their computers, because mm -hmm. I don't picture someone who's actually serious about it using their phone, because easily track, easily traceable. Right. Someone has a second computer, a subcomputer. That's in, where walkie-talkies are going to come into play. Yeah, but they need to have like some serious walkie-talkies that they can be really private on. Okay. So they have a secret computer in their secret basement. Their basement has a basement. Mm -hmm. And that's where they're doing all their research and stuff. And they're actually formulating a plan to go release the aliens from Area 51. And I think that there are 10 of those people on Earth. That they're going to try to do that. Mm-hmm. And probably get shot. And that's what's sad. Well, did you hear about the really cute thing that this Area 51 is kind of bringing along? No, something about dogs? Yeah. Really? <laughs> No. So there are animal shelters and they're saying instead of storming Area 51, come storm the animal shelters and they're dressing the dogs up as aliens and little spacemen. <sighs> I love that. And there are certain like weekends that you can go and it's called like invade the shelter and <sighs> you go adopt a dog. So if anyone has ever have has ever thought or any of our listeners have ever thought uh, I wonder if Lindsay and Jordan actually love dogs as much as they say they do. We started watching, and we're almost done, with the new season of uh, Queer Eye. And the most recent episode that we watched was an episode where this guy named Kenny lost his dog and they got him a new dog. And guess which episode we cried the most at? <laughs> it was the because dog so, one. I don't even want to talk about it. No. Because it makes me happy <sighs> sad. Because he got another one. I'm sorry if I ruined it for you. But it's maybe you need a warning on that because you're going to cry. You will cry. You will cry. Yeah, but how cute is that? It's so cute. We're going to dress our dogs up like aliens. Come storm the shelter. I would do it. I would do it. Maybe I wanna... that's how we get more people to listen to our show is we dress up like aliens. Or we say that with every listener that we have, we'll adopt a dog of that listener. If you give us a shout out on social media, spooky underscore spouses on Twitter or Instagram, 
we will send you a picture of us dressed up like aliens. Or we'll See send it? or we'll we'll send you a picture of our dog. <laughs> dressed up like an alien. Dressed up like an alien. Oh, uh, that's way cuter than us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you give us a shout out. Mm-hmm. Tag oh, us. At Spooky say, underscore Spouses. I'm calling you out, alien edition. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, let's keep it as that. I'm calling you out alien style or alien edition. Alien style. And we'll send you a cute picture of Molly dressed up like an alien. Yes, we will. Okay. Uh, we could find something around the house. I keep. We have that lava lamp that we keep talking about that sits in the corner of our we'll office. We'll work out the logistics later. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to use the lava lamp. But, okay, so... <laughs> That is a lot of people that... It's a well, lot. It just makes me more mad because that's like, what, almost 2 million people that are just liars. Because yeah. you're not going. No, it's all the like, you know, uh, everyone flocks towards the brightest, shiniest object for... It's like the the storming Area 51 is the new Walmart yodeling kid. Yeah. It's our our whole... I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to be a, an old man, but our society loves flash in the pan quick things. I want to say that I was a part of that when it existed and then forget about it a minute later. Yeah. Like, does anyone even know what Yeezys are anymore? No, because they've come and gone. <laughs> now people still like those shoes. I think people they're, love Yeezys. they're too much Dad money. Dad shoes are in now. Yeah, they really are. Like you, okay, listen, you can go to Walmart, buy a pair of McGregor's <laughs> for way cheaper than these dad shoes that you like spend hundreds of dollars on. They when, look exactly the same. When Lindsay and I were on vacation and we were on a boat and we saw orcas jumping around in the water, arguably one of the most beautiful moments of at least my entire life. Yes. Uh, you get splashed, you get dirty, you get salty, you get grimy on the boat. There was someone on the boat who had $900 shoes on that were the big beige dad shoes. Yeah. Is that the is that good boat attire? I mean, maybe if you have disposable income. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I guess it's better than like those high heeled shoes with the red bottoms. Yeah, I guess I mean, you're right. If you're gonna wear a stylish shoe somewhere, I guess the dad shoe is the way to go. Yeah, but the orcas won't even appreciate them. Maybe that's why the orcas were so active because they were like, "Nice shoes." Are those Balenciagas? <laughs> <laughs> Jump up. That's why the one was breaching so much because it wanted to see yeah. this person's Balenciagas. Yeah. Man, they're horrendous shoes. Okay, anyways, well, I had a quick update about... I just imagine an orca, like, seeing those and being like, yeah, those shoes are horrendous, but I kind of like them, though, you know? Horrendous like, shoes, bro. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see those horrendous dad shoes? But I, like, kind of like them, you know? They're horrendous, but, I mean, I would get a pair if they were on sale. <laughs> Well, I have an update uh, because if you remember from last week, I was talking about some of my favorite posts on the forum board. Yeah. On the Area 51. Someone from, uh, and I'd like to ask you this question as well, even though this person asked the entire group. The post reads simply, from Chicago, what should I bring? And I, I mean, thought- what would you bring to Area 51? What? Yes. They, they were asking the group- I, I interpreted this as what's the most, what can I bring from Chicago or what few things can I bring specifically from Chicago that would benefit everybody the most? My, Garrett's my, popcorn. I was about to say Garrett's popcorn Chicago <laughs> mix for, because, you know, a lot of people don't realize that when you're walking in the um, impossibly unhospitable desert terrain, which I believe you would need to walk 40 or 50 some miles just to get to Area 51. Yeah. Some of the best survival food is caramel and cheddar popcorn paired together from you know, garrett i don't know if i'd want like cheesy anything 
anything in the desert. Well, yeah, but Garrett's has like some like magic in it. Garrett's is really, really good. <laughs> Does it have to be? Okay, what would you bring? Like, it doesn't have to be from Chicago, but like what's like you had to bring one object. Well, okay, let's do this. One object has to be from Chicago. The other object could be any object. Okay. My thing I would bring from Chicago. Okay, so there was the person on there that wanted to bring sandwiches or wanted to make sandwiches. You're right. I'd say bring a bunch of really good Chicago hot dogs. Okay, that's not bad. Because like there's a whole deep dish thing, but I think that would just, that would weigh you down way too much. Okay. So yeah, bring some Chicago dogs. What would you bring from Chicago? Uh, That huge monster door. Oh yeah, the fun, yeah. The... Yeah, it would be difficult. Yes. But it would be worth it, I think. There's a picture of us by that monster door somewhere. Yeah, go see the monster door in Chicago. It's so cool. It's in an area you wouldn't expect, but it's just a giant oversized door that only monsters can go in and out of. Yeah, there's a big monster inside. If you go at night, it glows and then you can see the monster face peeking out at you. That's really cool. It's really cute. But yeah, I would bring that because then I would like be the it girl because I would have like the Instagram picture that everybody would want to take. In Area 51 by the monster door. <laughs> love it. Peace sign. Loving um, it. Such a vibe. What I would love you bring it. that's not Chicago related? Okay. Are we, is this a jokey one or are we being serious about this one that would actually aid you know, in your survival? You do you. Okay. I'm going to. your journey. I'm going to do, this is a serious one. Okay. In order to make it through, let's just say 40-ish miles of desert terrain Mm -hmm. mountainous desert terrain yeah in september i just bring a bunch of water yeah you would need it i mean that's like that's my boring answer but it's like first things first water okay my fun one though is besides the monster door fruit by the foot (laughs) no i would bring one of those um those little flip autograph books that you get at disney world and have everybody (laughs) sign it because like think about how many like if it is a big thing how many like influencers and cool people are going to be there yeah and aliens and like people protecting the aliens like i'd get the autographs yeah so would i bunch of alien autographs i bring a disposable camera <laughs> I forget having a cell phone i bring... have to go get it developed you would just be confiscated no i would give i i would buy well i wouldn't it would not be confiscated because i'm very strong i can yeah i just well i, I mean like you couldn't get them developed yeah i could i could figure it out okay. <laughs> but <I> would, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah well you're wrong and i could uh just so uh, our listeners know he just gave me this really sassy look when he said i figured out <laughs> like i had just like told my my eight-year-old son that he can't skateboard or something well i can skateboard i can do i can do a heel flip and i can do a nollie christ air uh whenever um but i would get one of the disposable cameras that were like really big in like the year 2000 where all of the every single one of the negatives inside the camera was like blasted with a logo or something in the bottom corner and it would be the disney ones so like at the bottom of every photo it'd be like goofy or something going what like what the doing a goofy thing how are you gonna get that are you gonna get on your razor scooter and shoot into your time warp i'll use a lift scooter (laughs) and no you know what i'll use an uber eats scooter or or a uh, postmates scooter (laughs) and i'll just everyone would be like oh it's so hot in the desert and then, and then they'll be like, what's that noise? And you hear side, coming up. Side note, what company do you think would be the funniest to have Razor scooters? Heinz Ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Those would probably do extremely well. What are you? Ramen noodles. Okay. Yeah, I would Or ride. ramen noodles. I don't know. People say. Yeah, it's fine. You know. uh, I think it's ramen. doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I would ride a ramen scooter every day of my life. 
I was trying to think of something funny, like the noodle caboodle or something. <laughs> the noodle wagon, the noodle scooter, noodle, noodle, noodle sc- the noodle scooter, uh, noodle zippy. The, um, uh, yeah, I mean, any of those is fine. And then they could be different flavors. Oh, yeah, because you know. chicken, shrimp. Well, then they have the roasted chicken one, oh. which that one might be a little bit slower. I think they just have soy sauce now, which is like. Just straight up soy sauce flavored. Why that flavor? Yeah, get like pizza flavor. Miso. We get miso flavor. You know, here's the one. Are we really just... What's... This episode is very weird. Do you actually have a topic or is this your topic? No, I do. Okay, well, maybe we should get into that topic. You were, ta- you were talking about... I know, I was... Spaghetti. No. <laughs> Wait, what was I talking... You were talking about ramen. Well, I just wanted to update everybody on the Area 51 thing. <laughs> and also, welcome to our weird episode that uh, really were... Lindsay and I just kind of profess our love for noodles, and we talked about surviving in the desert. Yeah. Um, no, I do. I, I I do have a little bit of a breaking booze. Okay. But it comes from an email that we received. Ooh. Isn't that fun? That's fun. So this email we got a few days ago, and it's from Johanna, and it's about her sister's cat. Okay. Another cat one. Your mom had a question about a cat. Meow. Hmm. <laughs> that mer. Mercury is in retrograde. That's pretty good. Say it again. Yeah, it so tr- say it again so people can really hear what you said. Mercury in retrograde. <laughs> That's pretty good. We had too much coffee today. Okay, keep going. You or you could also do Meowcury is in retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's our, that's already better. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, I thought okay. yours was better than mine. Okay. So I'm gonna read Johanna's email. And now this is not me bragging that I know how to read, but I am. I'm going to read Johanna's email. You ready? Yeah. Hi. Now jo- this isn't me bragging, but I know how to listen. <laughs> what? Just throwing it out there. <laughs> what? Meowcury. Okay. Here is the email. Hi, Jordan and Lindsay. I have a creepy pet story for you, but mm. there was an exclamation mark. It wasn't like an ellipsis. It okay. wasn't real. Okay. So from Johanna. So my sister, Tiffany, has two pet cats. Little Bear, the older one who doesn't have a tail and looks like a small bear. Aww. Which is a cute, which is cute. Yeah, LB. LB, Little Bear. Little LB. And Beluga, the younger cat who has a tail and looks like a small cat. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, weird. Your cat looks like a cat. Okay. And, And Beluga, the other cat with no tail and has very smooth white skin and lives underwater like a beluga whale. <laughs> okay, here's the email again. Those were joke, well, quote unquote jokes. One day, Tiffany was reading in the living room. Now that's not Johanna bragging that her sister knows how to read. Yeah. One day, Tiffany was reading in the living room with beluga nearby, got up and left the room for a minute or so. She comes back into the room and beluga is lying down beside her cell phone, her sister's cell phone, not the cat's small, cute cell phone. <laughs> okay. She picks up her phone and sees there's a message which she didn't write. It says, quote, tear down little bear now, end quote. What? (laughs) Did Beluga write her a message? I'm going to read the email. Okay. Beluga wrote the message. That's the end of the email. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Here's the email. Now, I realize sometimes you can accidentally type something into your phone by just accidentally hitting some buttons. But usually, this comes out as nonsense, right? Now, I will answer your question, Johanna. Yes. Yeah. It's usually like, parking meter spaghetti mouth. 
or something weird, you and know? And Beluga's a weird thing for it to autocorrect to because, like, even sometimes when I type Molly for you, it changes it to Milky. Well, it didn't say Beluga in the thing. It said Little Bear. Oh, well, that's still weird, too. Well, it is because it's not just, like, one part of the cat's name. It's literally the cat's first and last name, Little, right. and, <laughs> Little and Bear. Right. Which is bizarre. Yeah, and also Molly always does autocorrect to Milky. Milky. So sometimes they call her Milky. Yeah. She loves it. Little Milky. <laughs> okay, so continuing. So, okay, maybe Beluga just hit the autofill buttons a few times and came out with that. But Tiffany tried to recreate that sentence using the autofill function and it just didn't work. There's my spooky story. Does Beluga have an uncanny ability to accidentally hit just the right buttons? Or are, oh, this is hard to say, or are our pet cats way smarter than we thought and secretly have a vendetta against each other? Are our cats secretly aliens inside of cat bodies? Are they just possessed? Two question marks. Uh, Love you guys and your podcast. Cheers, Johanna. Johanna, thank you very much for the very funny email because it is very funny. Okay, so first thing. Yes. Adorable names for cats. Yeah, aren't they good names? They are really good names. Second thing, that's really weird. It is really weird. Now, if it would have just typed bear or little, yeah, it would have been like, okay, that could have possibly happened. But the fact that it put its whole name. Yes. It's very odd. That is very strange. But I don't, I don't know. Did these cats like not like each other on a normal basis? I don't know. That's the thing. I Johanna made no mention of these cats not getting along. Like their relationship. Yeah. I mean, I would I, I would assume that this they, they have a pretty hospitable relationship because Johanna also mentioned, which would imply this, Johanna also mentioned that do they have a secret vendetta for each other, yeah. which implies the opposite, that they do not have a vendetta for each other because it would need to be kept secret. Weird. So the message said, tear down little bear now. So what does that even what does that even mean? Maybe tear it down a, emotionally. Maybe there's a pic. Okay, this is the thing. I think I don't think that they have a vendetta against uh-huh. each other. Maybe they have a picture of Little Bear up, mm-hmm. and Beluga and Little Bear have talked about it. And Little Bear's like, "Listen, I'm really self conscious of pictures. I don't like selfies. <laughs> you got my they bad put, angle. They got my bad angle. They have that picture up, <laughs> and like Little Bear is kind of like." You know, I don't want to say anything because I'm just, you know, I don't want to ruffle any or I don't want to ruffle any fur. Yes. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I don't want to say anything. But Beluga is like more of the in charge leader stand up for the friends. Yes. Type of cat. And it's like, no, that picture needs to come down. If you don't like it, it upsets you. Mm -hmm. You feel like it's body shaming you. Then I'm going to tell them to tear that picture down. Don't worry, little bear. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of this. My theory yeah is that okay so i like how but both of our theories are that beluga wrote the message yeah okay so my theory as to not if but why beluga wrote the message is because or is little bear has an inflated cat ego oh and little bear needs to pump its brakes a little bit so beluga said i need you to tear down little bear now because little bear's ego is just way too high so we need to berate this cat we we need to make fun of this cat right and say you know little bear i don't think you're very smart i bet Hmm. hey little bear uh why do you always go number one and two in the same box and then you hide it we know it's there how come little bear gets two names i only get one yeah it seems a little bit can i be big beluga yeah can i be baby beluga i like baby beluga like the song yeah (laughs) raffi 
Yeah, either way, that's really creepy. Even if it was like a weird fluke that, you know, your phone wrote something weird by just pushing a couple buttons. Yeah. But that's really weird that it was, you know, assumed that the cat pushed the buttons and it was about the other cat. You know, what's funny, though, is cats usually do push people's buttons. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, speaking of cats, I just thought about this. Oh, Molly right now is asleep. Very cute. She looks very cute. Um when I okay, so earlier today I was out and so was Lindsay for a run. We went running. And my fan my mom and dad, we used to have a cat named Gizmo, who was a big fluffy gray cat. Yeah. When I was running, I saw a cat cross the street and hang out that looked identical to Gizmo. Yeah. Looked like a big, fluffy, matted hair gray cat. And it looked like its face looked just like Gizmo. So here's the thing. Saw a ghost cat earlier today. <laughs> Or maybe the reincarnated well, they do Gizmo. They have nine lives. They do. Mm-hmm. Maybe that means they don't almost die nine times. They're reincarnated nine times. Yeah. And so not only did we see a ghost, or did I see a ghost cat earlier today, but we're reading a story about maybe vendetta cats, roommates. I don't know. I think this is all connected somehow. Well, it's even like your mom's question that she called in and said that her cat Barney, the cat that lives outside in the barn. Um, <laughs> I wonder where the name came from. This is but our cat she... Shetty. Lives in the shed. <laughs> this is our cat bathroom. It likes the bathroom. <laughs> um, Bathroom's a good name for a cat. Potty cat. This is potty. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I feel like cats just like dogs can sense weird stuff. But I mean, I guess, you know, it's 2018, 19. Oopsie. <laughs> It's 2019. Like, cats might be able to text now. Hey, and this is just a peek behind the curtain. We record all these episodes years in advance. So this. <laughs> well, actually, we record, we've record. we recorded these in the past, and we're ghosts that came to the future, and we just throw a date out there. We're like, eh, we think we're going to release it around 1819 of the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? It's 19th of the 2000s. <laughs> Well, Lindsay, thank you for listening to the story that I read from Johanna. If any of our listeners, or by this time, friends of the family, if you guys have any theories as to why Beluga hates Little Bear, or if if Beluga, or how Beluga learned how to use an iPhone X. (laughs) Which is the more scary situation. Yeah. And also- what else he's doing. What? He's on the phone? He's like stealing your bank account information. All of, yeah. Have you, Watch ha- Beluga. Johanna, has your sister woken up and been like, why do I have the Wells Fargo app on my phone? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, whose account is this? It says Beluga Cat? <laughs> B Cat? For the name? Send to Beluga Cat. Yeah. And why, why are there- Why did I order all these mice off of Amazon? <laughs> why are there all these texts to everyone in my uh, contacts that says, send me $1,000 <laughs> or else? This is Tiffany. <laughs> But if anyone has any theories about this, let us know at spooky underscore spouses on Twitter or Instagram. And also, if you want to contact us about getting your very own designed by Lindsay Reed Molly magnets, there are one. Well, there's 99 of them because one of them is on our fridge and we're selfish. (laughs) Um, But if you'd like one of these magnets, again, we'll be posting photos of them probably before this episode comes out. Just please send us an email at spooky or sorry. Nope. Send us an email. Uh, spooky spouses cast at gmail.com or you can also get a hold of us send us a message on one of the social medias if it's easier for you just get in contact with us and then we'll be sure to let you know how to do it and we'll be shipping them out yeah they're going to be five dollars and like i said all the proceeds are basically going to help us 
continue doing what we do and we appreciate it yes we sure do a lot and if i can say one more time they look really good they're uh, super cute they are they're adorable and i they're they're great also if you have a spooky question that you want to ask us because we want to listen to you whoa okay <laughs> you can call our spooky cold line or hotline whatever you choose to say Lindsay, speaking of memorizing numbers do you remember the number no okay the number is 803 eight one six two six six seven that's also eight zero three eight one six booze because i thought that would be funny yes it's very funny call us we love your voicemails um you can be on our show Mm -hmm. yeah we've been doing it a few times recently where we do a listener voicemail and i've been having a lot of fun doing them i think it's very fun absolutely call the spooky hotline let us know your questions you can call as many times as you want at any hour because there's no hours on it. It's 24-7. Because we're ghosts and we don't sleep. No, we sure don't. Well, we would like to thank Eli Chambers for the music that you hear at the beginning, middle, and end. You can reach out to Eli if you'd like at Eli Who Does Music on all forms of social media and especially TikTok. He loves TikTok. He's been doing front flips and back flips and uh, lip syncing old Justin Bieber songs. He loves TikTok. And new Justin Bieber songs. We'd also like to (laughs) thank everybody at the Scavengers Network. We are a proud member of a beautiful family of great podcasts. Check it out. There's merchandise. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash the Scavengers scavengers network you can donate one dollar to fifty five thousand dollars i thought you're just gonna say fifty five dollars i mean that would actually be really great that's fine too per month and you can get bonus content before anybody else you can get exclusive things and whatever in the store and stuff like that and you also help us continue to make fun shows and you can be a part of the network and help keep the lights on also we'd like to thank all of you because without you there is no us yes thank you for listening spread the love give us positive reviews i'm sure we'll write you back because we love to we sure do (laughs) we just want to spread happiness and we enjoy some good comments back we do yeah all Lindsay and i want to do is spread joy by way of half but researched stuff that deals what half hacked research we just want to spread joy by way of half hacked research on spooky topics that's it okay well (laughs) until next monday have a rebellious kind of a week because i feel rebellious because Lindsay doesn't think i could get a disposable camera out of area 51 and i know i could okay yeah what's (laughs) do you have one uh well no (laughs) hey now that's rebellious That's rebellious already. So you're already living it. Kind of a rebel. Have a rebel week. Have a rebel week. And please. Do one thing that just makes you a rebel. Oh, yeah. But make sure if you need your parents' permission that you get it. And make sure (laughs) that you don't like do anything illegal. Yeah. You can be rebellious and also be polite. Yes. Okay. That's kind of my MO. Be rebellious and polite. Yeah. At the same time. Uh, And also watch the episode of Queer Eye with Kenny and the dog and try not to bawl your eyes out. Okay. Well, until next week, we will see each and every one of you later. Bye bye. Bye. Lynn's, what did Molly what did Molly do to your toe? Sneezed on it. When did she sneeze on it? Now. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you were doing one of those like what do we want? Sneeze on your toe. <laughs> when, when do we want it? <laughs> <laughs>
now. Whenever I have to sneeze. <laughs> the Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. W-I-D-K. Do you wish listening to the radio sucked even more? Join Fishstick. Neil deGrasse Tyson. If I was going to get in a fight and I had to pick one astrophysicist to be on my side, <laughs> Lulu. In the beginning, there was milk, and it came out of a cow or whatever. This is right. a completely accurate representation of the history of milk, by the way. The Professor. I think it'd be pretty psychologically damaging to have to fight two building-sized babies. And mulch. I don't want a body like John Cena because that just seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to clean. <laughs> like, there's a reason he's completely shaved. It's I Don't Know Radio, part of the Scavengers Network and Podcast NH. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and, unfortunately, everywhere else.